0: Welcome to the show, everybody. We are here. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Midpark Music On Air podcast. Today is Monday, December 27th, and we've got family vacation. Finally, I got family vacation, and we're not talking about the Griswolds family vacation, though speaking of, of course, I hope everybody had a fantastic Christmas. Um, hope, uh, you know, you were able to do whatever you wanted to have some peace, have some time off, uh, do the thing. I know lots of people were not able to have time off and uh, shout out to those people as well. Shout out to those who had a rough time. Uh, I know that, uh, it's an interesting time for everybody, but we're through it. Uh, we got the new year coming up, of course, wishing everybody well. Um, yeah, but we've got Chicago's family vacation today coming in, uh, and Jacob is going to be with us, uh, along, uh, well, he's going to be by himself, but of course we got the other band members as well. Bob, Peter, and Brayden um but uh we'll get to that in just a moment um yeah I, uh, I i owe the band here quite an apology they were one of uh two of the bands that um had an interview the week that i had to you know kind of postpone everything due to the car accident that i was in uh i was I was pretty banged up there for a while I had some head injuries and some face injuries and literally like couldn't even physically put the headset on here for for about a week so All good now, though getting better. Appreciate everybody's kind thoughts, positivity, all that good stuff. Uh, And ready to move on. And here we are. Uh, The song that you heard there at the beginning, uh, that was just a little bit of Kathy. Uh, So Kathy is uh, one of the tunes here from the band uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, One of the many tunes we're going to talk about throughout the conversation. Uh, And what we will do is we will go ahead and listen to that full song here in just a moment. Uh, The band has a show coming up here, I believe, on January the third. Correct me if I'm wrong. As I'm bringing it up here. Yes, absolutely. So. So uh, January 3rd, and that is at Cafe Mustache, uh, which is at 2313 North Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago. Uh, again, that is on January 3rd, so just right around the corner here. Um, of course, uh, who knows if those things will actually happen, not to you know put any bad luck on the band or anything like that, but it sure seems like every single time I'm on Instagram, uh, all I'm seeing is cancellations for shows right now due to uh, you-know-what, uh, I don't know what your feelings are. You know, anybody listening in on that, but uh, I'm just ready to get past it. Uh, so yeah, I hope that's not the case. Wishing the well for the, wishing well for the band there. If you are going, you know what to do, be smart, don't be an idiot, uh, and have fun. Um, but again, literally as I'm scrolling through Instagram here, as, uh, as I'm, I'm talking and looking at some other shows, I'm looking at a postponed show that was supposed to happen on the first. Um, so it, it's tough, you know, I, I, I hope that, I really hope that things do not shut down, you know, in full capacity whatsoever. Um, I just don't think there's a need for that. And again, that would really, really hurt a lot of people in a lot of many ways. Uh, Understand there's lots of health concerns here. And, and, you know, if shows need to be canceled, things like that, that's what we've got cancellations for. But uh, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling on about all that stuff. Um, either way, again, that is on January 3rd at Cafe Mustache in Chicago, uh, for a family vacation show there, uh, DM for booking inquiries as they've gotten their uh, Instagram bio there. Um, so if you do want to uh, work with the band in, in a show capacity, if you want to get a, what the hell does that mean in a show capacity? If you want to uh, grab a show with the band, if you want to work with them in any capacity, of course, reach out that way. Um, and all that good stuff as far as, uh, the official links for family vacation are in the podcast description there in the Instagram, uh, or I'm sorry, Instagram, Spotify, all that good stuff. So make sure you check that out. Um, yeah, that's it. What we're going to do here, like I said, is go ahead and listen to the full song of Kathy. We will bring it back in, uh, to listen, uh, or to just kind of round things out. And then we will take it into the full conversation with Jacob family vacation. Thanks for tuning in as well. enjoyed that one again that was kathy uh, and kathy was part of the uh, america album which was released uh, coming up here on three years already january 11th of 2019 so just around the corner of three years um so that's cool and uh, of course uh, they got lots of things coming on or coming up here that you're that you're gonna hear about um jake's a really good dude and, and just a really good conversation overall with him and um i know you guys are gonna get a lot from it um, I'm not going to keep rambling on. Yeah. Before I get off on, uh, on tangents about this and that and everything else, I obviously want to keep it, uh, keep it to the band here. I've already delayed their conversation enough. Like I said, there's was one that was supposed to be scheduled, uh, before Christmas, but here we are, uh, after the holiday already. And, uh, just finally ready to get it up and, uh, hope you, or like I said, I uh, know you guys will get something from it. Uh, yeah. So what we're going to do is we will listen to Stonecutter Eyes. So Stonecutter Eyes is a, another tune here. Uh, one of my favorites. I think this is actually the one in which I found uh, Family Vacation through, uh, you know, all the algorithm stuff on Spotify. And this was the first one that I that I uh, found and, and really enjoyed. So uh, we're listening to this. And then, of course, we will listen to another one on the way out. But in between that, we will have the full conversation with Jacob here from Family Vacation. Again, Chicago uh, coming in from us. Uh, you know, it's a special place to me. Of course, I lived there for almost three years just recently. and. Uh, yeah, shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Family Vacation. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. We will be back after and again. This hey, is boy, getting older
1: There's a twinkle in your eye Years later when the skin is cold And I call this the best time of his life Gotta help the kid But he's gotta make a living But he likes to dream about Words and words i so
0: Here, I guess not my roots, but uh, where I was, where I briefly planted my roots for almost three years. Uh, So very interested in this conversation and what my man Jake has to say here from Family Vacation. Welcome on in, man.
2: Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Um, Looking forward
0: to this. For sure. For sure. Uh, And of course, got to give a a shout out uh, to the rest of the band as well. We just have Jake today, but got Bob, Peter and Brayden as well. uh in the band. So and we'll uh well, shoot while why why don't we just start there. We got Bob, Peter, and Braden. Any other shout-outs that that uh you want to make sure you give to people that that might uh, be a part of the be a part of the family vacation.
2: Yes, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, make sure to include uh Max Neiman. We have an upcoming EP. He played a lot of guitars on that. Um he's now in a really good band up in Milwaukee called Diet Light. That oh, everyone yeah. should check out. Yeah, yep. really good band. Um, and yeah, he did a lot of the recording and guitar work on this EP that we have coming out next year. So definitely got to make sure his name's in there.
0: Very cool. Um, do you guys produce your own music? Do you?
2: So we do sort of a hybrid, like a lot of people. Um, this uh, EP we did a lot of it was done in studio, uh, especially you know the rhythm section we did. I think entirely in studio, the drums and the bass. Guitar work, we did a lot on our own, um, just borrowing microphones from friends and trying to get the best sound we can. Um, Vocals completely at home. We got, you know, went in on a decent condenser and um, been working with that. And now we are um, finishing up at uh, Jam Deck Studios uh, with Doug Malone. Uh, He's mixing and mastering it for us. So we've got the Mixed and Master, I think, of two songs so far. I'm going back on Wednesday the 1st and Thursday the 2nd. And hopefully from there we'll have a finished Mixed and Master DP that we'll be able to put out next year. So,
0: Man, you just pretty much answered, or at least gave me a good segue into two of the questions I got wrote down here. Okay. So um, one is your most recent album uh, was released almost three years ago, right? This is coming January now, Uh, which is fine. I mean, that's not a dig in anyway. I think actually, actually, I think that's good. You know, a lot of bands are releasing so much music. Uh, again, you know, everybody has their own right way, wrong way of doing things, uh, not digging in anybody, but uh, it's unique, you know, that, that you haven't been releasing things, you know, left and right and left and right. So cool. Uh, but one of those things, one of those questions was, what is next? So you sound like you got an EP coming. Yep, yep, we do. And uh, you also kind of answered like a little bit of what your senses with the Chicago scene. Um, you know, obviously you mentioned I don't, what was the studio you mentioned.
2: Uh, Jam deck. Where's that at? It's Humboldt Park. Uh, it's actually just a little south of the park itself. Uh, it, Doug Malone is uh, he's the engineer out there. He does a lot of. He's done a lot of my uh, favorite records out of Chicago the past few years, like uh, Babeland from Totally Cached. Uh, he worked on that. I, I believe he did the last Pylons record, which I loved. Um, so, yeah, we were really excited to get him involved on the mixing and mastering end of things for the CP.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Um, in the sense of playing, I mean, I, I well, outside of my own home and maybe Nashville, Chicago, obviously I know very well um so i know the venues and whatnot uh and with that said where do you guys typically frequent uh where's your your go-to spots been um you know how what's your sense of community in the chicago music scene
2: for sure so we kind of you know like you said it had been a few years since we put our record and uh similarly it had been a few years since we played a show till we kind of got back together got reactivated recently i think we've done four or five shows since um the pandemic so we've played um, we did a cool show at um logan square skate park with um nice fun monkey we weren't invited you know two really awesome bands are that are pretty active right now. And that was a really fun show to do. Um, we did the Golden Dagger about a month ago, and you know, obviously thinking of them, you know, they had that uh, fire around Thanksgiving, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm hearing a lot of talk through the community about putting together some kind of fundraiser. And I yeah. know their GoFundMe has already been blowing up quite a bit. Um, but yeah, that was that was a great show. Also, that was a ton of fun, and they're awesome over there. Um, Concept Sanctuary, we played there. We're gonna play there again. That's a really great DIY venue, um, run by some great people. And uh, yeah, we're doing the Burlington next. We've got we're going up to Milwaukee to play Bremen Cafe on the fourth of December. So that should be a fun time too. Um, and I think that's everything we have on the books right now. So
0: yeah, I'm. Uh, that's very cool. I'm looking at the graphic which I think you guys just put out today maybe for the first time uh, as we're recording this. I'm not exactly sure when it'll be published. Um, Sometime around the 18th or so, a little before. But on the 18th, you're at Burlington Bar. uh, Looks like with uh, We Weren't Invited, Fun Monkey. Oh, I see how it's going now. So We Weren't Invited, Family Vacation, Fun Monkey, and Penny Peach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got that Mm -hmm.
2: wraparound thing on that. uh, Yeah, I love it that uh graphic that was done by a uh, really great artist uh joe Pe- john Pe- Presky, excuse me um yeah there's the animated version too that um i wasn't expecting i saw that that was that was really cool um but yeah that's going to be a really fun show that uh penny peach um penny peach i'd heard of before they uh, i've got some friends of friends um they're based out of iowa city so i haven't met them or seen them or anything so that's going to be really fun and um, obviously, Fun Monkey, we weren't invited. Yeah, I already talked about them a little bit, but they <laughs> had a great show.
0: This is my first time hearing of We weren't invited, and yeah. so when you said you played the Golden Dagger with them, right?
2: So we played the uh, Logan Square skate park, like uh, it was like a fundraiser to rehab the skate park there. Um, the, I, but you
0: said you okay, but you said you played there, and then you were like, we played there with Fun Monkey, uh, and we weren't invited, and I was like. <sighs> Uh, but that's the name of the band. That's funny. Yeah, yeah right, right. Very funny. Um, yeah. like you guys just showed up and said, fuck it, we're playing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. um,
0: yeah. Very cool. Very cool, man. Um, well, taking it a, a step over, I guess we can uh, talk about something I'm always very curious about. Um, what do you do outside of music? How do you spend your time? Because obviously everybody knows that. Uh, you know, music, and I say this to everybody when I ask this question, you know, um, musicians put out music and that's what people hear and that's what people see. And, you know, they forget that uh, 99% of the artists on Spotify uh, do not have millions of monthly listeners and and do not make millions of dollars. uh, Thus me getting to the point of you got a job, you got family you've got friends you've got lots of things to maintain uh, so very curious of how all that comes together for you
2: yeah so i guess i will make my or com- er, confession here that i do have a day job um uh, i'm
0: on my lunch break as we uh, speak
2: <laughs> yeah so that's a uh, pretty time consuming i'm on like a 40 hour a week type deal um outside of that you know um, i've got three roommates so we're always gaming we bet on sports shit like that um i try to spend my time by myself you know like reading different things you know I, with this ep we've kind of been slowly um it's been a slow process to get this recording put out so you know i'm ready to start writing again so that's gotten me back into like just reading different types of stuff um consuming other people's art to try to inspire my own you know how it goes yeah um Otherwise, yeah. Uh, Yeah, pretty normal stuff. Um, Just try to stay busy, I guess. Go out with friends, that type of thing.
0: Absolutely. Are you uh, from Chicago originally?
2: I'm from the suburbs. Uh, Everyone in our band, actually, we're from the northern suburbs and reunited here in Chicago. So,
0: you know, better than to say Chicago specifically, or the people that are actually from Chicago, yeah. Chicago will come for your ass.
2: They'll bite. They'll bite. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: did you or did you guys, uh, anybody in the band go to school in Chicago? Or, or? I mean, I, I don't really ask that question in like, you know, that that's the right thing you should do or not. I'm just more so curious.
2: Yeah. So our uh, rhythm section, actually, we call them the kids because they're a couple years younger than us. Um, they're both. At uh, Columbia right now, um, I think that Braden lives in the dorm still, the basis, um, and then uh, Peter is out in uh, Chinatown. But yeah, they both go to Columbia.
0: Got so. it. Very cool. Um, so that's interesting. You've got a low age gap between members. How does that work? Yeah. Uh, how did that? Well, I guess let's just take it back to the origin itself, and and how did uh, the family vacation start? Ah, uh, fuck.
2: Well, yeah. so, yeah, it's a little messy. I guess family vacation itself, I kind of, like, I was, uh, I think, a freshman in college at Kentucky, um, kind of didn't really, like, fit in super well there right away. You know, Kentucky's a pretty big fraternity school. I wasn't uh, t- too into that. Southern uh,
0: fraternity school.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I wasn't too yeah. into that initially. So, I was spending it, like, just kind of writing songs in my dorm, you know, D.I., Making songs that should have been demos. Um, and I just call it family vacation. I, I don't really remember why I called it family vacation. Um, and then that just quickly turned into, you know, um, Bob, you know, one of my oldest friends. And, you know, we'd been in bands before. We just started playing together. Max got involved, you know, a, again, same situation. And uh, kind of just developed from there. And then, you know, recently, Max moved up to Milwaukee for a job and, to uh, you know, continue things with dialight and, uh, you know, with more opportunities for shows as the COVID restrictions lifted and, you know, things felt a little safer. We decided to, you know, finish that EP that had been sitting on the shelf and get a little more active in the scene and start playing shows again. And we enlisted, uh, Brayden and Peter, Peter, we know through, um, um, his dad is in a band with uh Ike Riley from our hometown. He's a musician. Um and uh we've Ike when we are teenagers, you know, um Ike Riley has a kid that was my that's my age. Um, so he took an interest in our band when we were teenagers. Um and we know Peter through that. Uh Braden and his friends with Max, his little brother, you know, so just little connections like that. And it just ended up, you know, we're all around uh and we all wanted to do something and
0: just kind of came together like that. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if there could be more of a fitting name that you didn't plan on having that makes sense (laughs) for the band than family vacation. Uh, Just kind of chaotic love, uh, you know, from all, from all corners. Um, Yeah, that's cool though. I mean, I, I mean, not every, and I think the majority, actually, of local bands that stick with it over the course of years, three to five to ten years, um, you're going to have some shakeups, you're going to have people move, you're going to have life events happen, uh, people have kids, get married, you know, commitments change, all that stuff, man. Um, so it's, it's you know, to be able to stick together regardless is, is good. Um, how would you... And so I guess that that answers the question. Like you never had a sincere meaning for a family vacation or anything. You just kind of picked that name. And no, uh, like that.
2: yeah, kind of. I think like you know retroactively we like tried to like say it was about something, but no, it was pretty much like that. Sounds kind of cool. I could see that being on a poster or something. So yeah, went with it.
0: There you go, man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. The album itself, uh, you know, we mentioned it. But we haven't really kind of dove into it. Um, so you had four singles released before leading up to the album, mm-hmm. uh, and in order, I believe that would have been Super Eight was the first. Uh, up all night, uh, Stonecutter Eyes. Which correct me if I'm wrong is your guys's most successful song in the sense of streaming.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it has uh, our most plays on Spotify.
0: Yep, and then Kathy. Uh, curious about that one And then uh, That leads up to the album itself Which is titled America And again as Spotify has it uh, That was released on January 11th 2019 Which at this point seems like a different Fucking world yeah. um, Which it pretty much was <laughs> At that time um, It's crazy uh, So I guess my first question All of that being said Is As you look back um. How has? I mean, it's not even a musical question, but it's. I think you're the first band that hasn't released any music that I've interviewed, anyways. Um, since the start of the pandemic, which is okay. Again, like, and you're about to do it uh, soon. Um. How, how did all that affect the band? I mean, did you kind of go on a hiatus? Did you tell me about it?
2: Yeah. So honestly with um america we kind of recorded it well, while we were all in college at different states so we didn't like really have any choice but to go on a hiatus so we were like uh, we were on the COVID hiatus before it was cool you could say we yeah. just uh we put out the record i think we played one show in our hometown at mickey finn's and that was about it and then you know from there is just all non-promotion. I don't we didn't we didn't we weren't playing shows. We thought we could just do it the new old-fashioned way of posting it to different boards and stuff and try to get attention to it that way. Um, but, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, after college, we kind of came back. We tried a few different things, but after college for us, that was COVID. There weren't a lot of options for playing shows. We have a ton of demos still. We have this EP that's almost done. Um, but, um, yeah, that's kind of what it was. We kind of just put the album out, didn't, didn't promote it as aggressively as, you know, in retrospect, I wish we had, but, uh, I'm still really proud of that album. And I think the one who worked on it is too. So
0: yeah, you learn, man. I mean, you, you learn lots of things, you know, musically, um, how to market yourselves, how to, connect with your fan base, I mean, there's lots of things, you know, every time you release something, there's something new that you uh, that you get from it. Um, you said you're proud of the album, as you damn well should be, and you should never let anybody else tell you otherwise, because they didn't fucking do it. Um, what are you most proud about?
2: Um, damn. Uh, I think the, how collaborative it came out, um, that we, I, I don't,
0: um, you said you're in four different places.
2: Ah, uh, three. So at the for America it was primarily me, um, Bobby, and then Max from Diet Light. Um, so the yeah, I was really happy with how collaborative it was. Prior to that, I was writing mostly by myself, and I don't really think. I think if you listen through that record, I don't. I don't really feel like. Um. You're hearing a singular voice. I don't. I think that we're all kind of um, having our voices heard throughout that record, and um, so I think that would be the part I'm most proud of was the collaborative nature, and then and then that also that uh, you know on top of that that it was somewhat of a thematic album, as I call it, not really a concept album, but it did have overlapping themes, and that we were able to you know write lyrics separately that you know still touched on these same things that we were you know trying to trying to speak on um
0: yeah uh, yeah very cool where's where's the name come from america i mean uh, i think i know i know i know what america is there yes thankfully (laughs) yeah so i don't
2: know exactly when we decided to pinpoint that down as what it was going to be called it's um there's that simon and garfunkel song called um america um and that was big inspiration for it i think we were kind of like it was like we started like conceptualizing it when we were like 20 like 1920 maybe maybe they were 21 they're a year or two older than me um and we were just kind of uh, all away from home for the first time out of our hometown for the first time for an extended period of time at college and i think that's like kind of what we were writing about was like the discomfort of that of uh just like being away and um, not being familiar with your surroundings. And that's sort of coincided with, um, at the time, what seemed like a really strange year of 2016 and 2017, but retroactively is comparatively less strange. But, you know, we just... Um...
0: Man, when I go back to 2017, <laughs> 2018. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even remember what the fuck happened. Uh, yeah, But I love to go back
2: yeah no kidding but yeah i think that we felt like uh personally like what we were experiencing in our lives like was um kind of reflected in our country as far as just like discomfort and um unfamiliarity and you know when we were teenagers we made an album called familiar shapes as a different band and i think so moving from that to um writing about complete like unfamiliarity just seemed like a natural progression and then we kind of connected the dots to america there and went with it
0: cool that's awesome yeah i I figured it had you know something to do along those lines um again you know that was a very you know COVID hadn't even happened yet but it still was a pretty polarizing time in the country yeah from what i do remember um man that was a big reason um for me you know just to connect with, with kind of a little bit what you're saying there so you released that, yeah. I mean, right around the time where I would have decided to and was moving from Nashville to Chicago. Um, there were lots of reasons, uh, but one of them being like you know, with the way America was and, and the polarization and everything kind of what you were talking about with UK and it being a frat school, a southern frat school, yeah. Uh, Nashville is a southern frat city, um. <clears throat> You know, I had a great time there. I grew up there, like, not not literally, but, you know, that's... How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah, so I was 24, 25, 26 in Nashville. And so those were the three years, like, where I really learned a lot um, about shit. um 29 now. Um, and, yeah, just ultimately kind of bringing it back to what you're saying, man. Um, so it makes sense. Um, who you kind of touched on this as well. Um, you know, that everybody had a little bit of a hand in it, but for you personally, and I know one part you had mentioned when you were writing some songs at UK, I'm sure that was a pretty, I don't want to say emotional, but uh, thought-provoking time for you. Uh, what is your process of writing a song?
2: Um, so... I'll usually like get you know, like a melody or something in my head, and then lately, I've been going to the piano first just because pianos are easier to figure out a melody on. And then, um yeah, i'll d- I usually start with something basic and I uh, bring it to Bob, who plays guitar on family vacation, and uh, say, "You know, make this better." And he usually does that. And that yeah. formula has worked pretty well so far, I think. Um, and then lyrically, you know, um, usually just starts, I just like a stream of consciousness, just like you know, doing like kind of humming along, and then like one line comes up, and then it's like, oh, okay, I guess the song is going to be about that. And then you just kind of work around that. And I like to even extend that and see if you can make a full record about one thing or several relevant things. but yeah i don't know and you know now we have kind of a new lineup um in different roles within our band and we haven't done a ton of songwriting with this group yet so i'm sure it'll be a different process and the results will probably be inevitably a little different and i'm excited to see what comes out of that too
0: yeah um in the sense of and before we i I kind of skipped over didn't want to leave the album before talking about as well um the album art mm. that's very interesting to me uh, yeah who came up with that and who wrote or who not wrote that as we're talking about uh songwriting who uh i don't know is that is that a drawing or is that a computerized graphic i think
2: it was oh, this is the one attribute. i'm talking about like. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a drawing that was digitized. It was done by Alex Neiman, who's a great artist. He's based out of Milwaukee now, too. But yeah, I think he I think it was a doodle he had. Um, And then we were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. The, you know, obviously, it's just some kind of sloppy doodle at first. We're like, that's pretty cool. Like, I wonder if like, what that would look like a lot cleaner. And then like a day or two later, he's like, this is what it looked like a lot cleaner. Right. Yeah. yeah that's that's our album cover that's that we felt like that for fit the music perfectly in it i don't know and we have the I don't, there's also on i don't know where it is now it might be on our instagram or youtube or something but he did like a, um an animation of that too with a lyric video that's out there somewhere and it's pretty cool it's like had the smokes moving, the backgrounds kind of you know, move in as well. And then, you know, just the lyrics come across the screen. I don't know how that shit works or how people do that. So that always really impresses me when I see it.
0: Yeah. That's very cool. I, I you know, to jungle about just to, to talking about, excuse me, songwriting, and whatnot. I can write very well. Like I've always been very confident. I, I'm a published poet. Um, it's one of my prouder things I could say. Uh, you know, I, I can, uh, yeah, my my creative mind in that sense is very good, but when you when it comes to like videos and graphics and putting all that together, well, I mean, yeah, will we people do. do some special shit, um, it's I've got a buddy of mine that uh, he has his own videography, he does weddings. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they do it, but it's really cool. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah, um, I and mean, kind of a good way to segue into because you you said there. You felt that it fit the album um what fits the album in the sense of your sound how do you describe your sound what is uh if somebody was to you know the old classic take an elevator from the from the bottom to the top uh what is family vacation Fuck. uh <laughs> <laughs> I Not a great answer know. for your elevator speech. <laughs> 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 yeah, Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't that, know. That could entice the right, the right crowd, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. During America, obviously, there's a lot more, like, keys and shit on there. We have, like, almost no keyboards on the CP. It's all guitars. So it's really hard to um, define at the moment. Um, and I also don't want to weigh myself down or anyone that collaborates with me down by um pigeonholing us to anything specific
0: let me ask so, let, me, let me rephrase that let me rephrase that. all right what is the what is the genre you hear most other people say uh i would say you uh surf rock almost
2: okay i'll take that uh,
0: yeah almost uh there's another band in chicago uh, which a buddy of mine, um, his name's also Bob actually, ultimately fruitless. Um, they're not super active. I don't think, um, they released an album in 2020. Um, but when I, when I was listening to your album earlier, I kind of heard a very similar thing. I know they, they describe themselves as surf rock. Um, but man, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm always just curious about that. You know, it's very hard to judge your own work. Um, And like I said, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into one, you know, place, uh, or, or put any bulletin board material out there. Not that, uh, thousands of people are listening to my fucking (laughs) podcast or anything, but, um, let me ask what your influences are, you know, in the sense of music, this is kind of a two part question. Um, first part being let's go back to little Jacob, little Jacob, uh, you know, wearing a Santa hat, five years old, uh, was that uh was it at that time music was alive for you or is it a little later um i don't know why i said wearing a santa hat i think just because it's you know christmas time yeah it's on (laughs) there um but but yeah when did music start for you how did it start
2: so um yeah i guess like the first like record like first album i can remember like being like This is an album, a full collection of songs that I fucking love. It's American Idiot by Green Day. I was like uh, right around that age, and I remember it was like a pretty like big formative moment. Like I was like fuck, like seven or eight or whatever. And um, I think my neighbor had the CD and like brought it over and put it like played it on a boombox a few times, and like that was my only way of listening to it. And so then I wanted the CD for Christmas for myself. I think like, like, I think iPods were around at this point. I just didn't have one yet, but I wanted the CD for Christmas. And, um, but you know, there, they said the F word a few times on that album and I was a seven year old kid, but I remember Uh,
0: my dad was a little too young.
2: Yeah. But, but, but I think the ultimate conclusion was like, my dad decided like, you, like they say the f word you can't repeat that but the album is of high enough quality that he allowed it so there we I'm go thanks for that yeah. a lot yeah and then I, I think that's around when i got my first guitar too i got like a little first act acoustic guitar from target um and just kind of doodled on that for a while until i was a little early, early, early older. older wanted to play
0: there we go i believe <laughs> this is a first act there we uh, go. So for those obviously there's no video uh in the uh the podcast for those of you listening. I'm showing uh Jake my guitar, of which I have solely as a decoration. Uh, nice that was gifted to me in high school, which of course for me is you know 10 plus years ago at this point. That thing has gone to Nashville with me, to Chicago. Never once learned how to play it, but man, uh, does it uh, sit there and look pretty? Uh, Sorry uh, to interrupt, but you said that man, I had that had to pull it up. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, is there anything else you wanted to add on on just kind of the the beginning of music for you or anything?
2: No. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So I started playing guitar, I guess, when I was like eight or nine. I didn't really take it that seriously because I wasn't good at it, and that frustrated me as a when child. you were also only,
0: only eight or nine. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, and then yeah, you know, once I got into like middle school and high school, I started playing in bands and stuff, and um i was very quickly to grasp onto the genre as an artist that um said it was okay to not be very good at it um so a lot of like uh pavement um 70s punk bands where you just like play fast don't have to tune that often and hang out with your friends and that was kind of how i went through it in my teen years and then you know if you want to keep doing it into your 20s i think you have to Approach it with a certain level of maturity or professionalism to justify it. So now I know my scales a little bit and practice guitar a little more. But um, yeah, I would say that's kind of how it went throughout the years for me.
0: Yeah, very cool. Um, Did you kind of talk about going into your 20s and whatnot? Because I know you mentioned you originally went to Kentucky. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think you also mentioned that you did graduate from school.
2: Yep. I graduated from Kentucky. Yeah.
0: Oh, so you stayed there.
2: Yeah. I, was, I did a full four years.
0: Dang, man. Four years in the slammer.
2: Yep. Lexington, Kentucky, big blue nation. I, well, I guess the video is not for the listeners, but I've got my Lexington map right here on my wall. Yeah. Near and dear. Yeah.
0: I saw, I, I was under the impression because you sound like you, you did not uh, necessarily want to stay there. Um how did that work out being there in all four years?
2: Yeah, no, I was a, I was a it was a slow start there. I didn't initially find my uh social circle in Lexington. I my first year, or so I was pretty isolated. Um my brother went to college here at the same time as me, so I'd still hang out with him. He uh Oh there you go. Uh, yeah, he's a musician too, so we jam, you know. And you know, I eventually found my found my small little crowd, just uh made it through my four years hanging out. Um got into sports, which I wasn't as into as a teenager, you know, and now I'm a bit of a meatball when football's on and stuff.
0: I didn't know. Um, I mean, that, that, so sounds like we almost went opposite times. I, you know, my whole childhood, uh, high school, college was all, all football, basketball, baseball, mm -hmm. sports, still very into it. I mean, I watch, I'm actually a huge Michigan Wolverines fan. So this was a fantastic. Oh, Congrats.
2: congrats. All right.
0: Sweat off my back, man, finally. Um, I, I, this was the first year. So Michigan won in 2011, um, mm-hmm. but that was my freshman year of college, and I was actually working for the Cleveland State basketball team at the time. And we had a game, and I was unable to watch in a single second of the Michigan win. So this is the first time in my adult life, plus some, that I was ever able to see Michigan with my own eyes beat Ohio State. Um, Damn it was very good.
2: Uh, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I had to note that, man. It was big. Um, but that's cool now. I, I, I'm, uh, that's very cool, man. Um, in the sense of influences for you, um, I know you mentioned Green Day. Is that a, was that a big one? Or is that a big one?
2: Yeah, as a kid, Green Day, I was really into the pop punk as a kid, like into middle school, like Green Day, Blink-182, Good Charlotte. Then in high school, you know, um, I discovered Pavement. I think most people discover Pavement at some point, yep. and that just kind of um, opens the floodgates to a lot of stuff. Um, pavement, symbolsy guitars. I love Parquet Quartz still. Um, college, I started listening to uh, Courtney Barnett, uh, Titus Andronicus, one of my favorite bands. I just, they just They've they been uh, touring The Monitor, which was their big album from 2010. I saw that a couple weeks ago um, at Subterranean here in Chicago. Um, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, and then, you know, locally, mostly, mostly bands I've mentioned already. Um, totally cashed pylons, um, fun monkey. Let's see. Annie's takeout. I don't know. A lot of good local bands right now. It's, It's hard to list them all, but, um,
0: yeah. Awesome. Very cool, man. Yeah. That's, uh, got a steady steady list of local bands there um yeah. very cool um in a sense of you know what's next obviously you mentioned the ep um but what are you what are your guys's goals in the sense of releasing the ep are you wanting to release that ep and get to recording again you can release that ep and play some shows and then decide or what
2: yeah, I think we're gonna put it out. Like I said, we're aiming January. Hopefully, by the time that this is this podcast is released to the masses, I will know when that release will be. Um, we've got some out of town shows lined up. I think uh, January twenty ninth, we're going down to Cincinnati. Um, really? February twelfth, we're going to Iowa City. So it'd be great to you know have it released by then. Yeah. Um, and then you know, to, yeah, obviously do some local shows and. I would like to get back to writing by spring, summer, get a full length done, hopefully next year or two. Um, but, you know, we'll see. There's only so much of that you can control. But so. Yeah.
0: In the sense of uh, where you guys are going out of uh, market, you said, to Iowa City was one of them and Cincinnati. That's right. That's cool, man. That's uh, That's big. So this will this be your kind of first time out of market?
2: Uh yeah. We've done. Uh, we did Kenosha. We did a little house show there for Halloween this year, um, and we're doing Milwaukee. We're doing a fundraiser for Waka Shop in Milwaukee on the fourth, I believe that is. So in a few days here. Um, so, um but yeah, that's kind of all. Chicago, Milwaukee. That that all kind of bleeds together. That's our first time. This will be our first time, you know, really making a full trip to go play some shows. So um, that'll be yeah. fun.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Are you guys uh, playing any of your unreleased tracks live already?
2: Yeah, we have been for since we've started playing shows again. Our first show was October 23rd and yeah, we've been playing some of this very, stuff throughout.
0: Very nice. But it sounds like the overall sentiment being you want to keep going. And, yep. and hopefully family vacation becomes a full-time vacation.
2: Yeah, that, that would be nice.
0: We'll yeah. See. Um, no, nah, man, I, I think I'm, I'm very impressed, you know, with the conversation we've had. Um, you know, I think there's always, uh, you can always tell when people are a little more mature, uh, or a little, you know, more understood. You even said yourself, you know, you understand, uh, as you get into your 20s and your mid 20s especially you know you you, you've got to take some things seriously that that suck frankly um you know sending out emails um promoting yourself social media you know it's all unfortunately very necessary Mm -hmm. in in today's day and age uh, in the way that music is streamed in the way that people consume art um and like I said, I, mean, I know it sucks, but, you know, I, I think, say all of that because I think you guys are doing a good job. Um, no reason you can't keep going.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. A
0: lot. yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else? Anything else at all? I think we've covered a, a good chunk of stuff. Um, I'm very excited to, to hear what comes out of the EP for sure. Um, but anything else that we haven't hit on that you want to make sure we talk about?
2: Well, Kevin, since you mentioned it, um, I will plug our social medias. Of course. Uh, we mostly use Instagram. We're Family Vacation Band on there. And I think at the top when you were uh, um, asking me to give some shout outs, I forgot to mention our drummers solo project, Alga, A-L-G-A. They just, or he just put out a really great EP that I think everyone should check out. Um, he opens for us a lot. He, he plays with family vacation all the time, like as a solo project also. Um, so I want to make sure I included that as well.
0: Yeah. That's awesome that you did that shout out, man. I, uh, I think there are one of two ways, obviously, that you can go, you know, when you are band and you have people involved in other projects is it can get very sour, very quick. If, you know, people are, aren't okay with others, you know, maybe committing their time elsewhere or it can be a great great thing um you know you get that experience in a little bit different sound a little bit different just vibe overall and then you come together for your band um so that's very cool Um, uh, very very cool and in the sense of the socials as well of course you know all the all of that will be uh, linked in the podcast description um give me a website or anything
2: uh no we don't that's all
0: right. that's all right um what is the best way then in the sense of, of other than streaming? Uh, do you guys have merch? Do you have anything? What is the best way to support the family vacation?
2: Yeah. I mean, I would say most everything. Like if you want to keep up with us, follow our Instagram. Um, merch we're really informal about. We don't like have a website. But if you just DM me at Family Vacation Band, if there's anything you want, just I'll, I'll mail it to you. Or if you live in Chicago, I'll drive it to you, whatever. Um but yeah, we're pretty informal and all that. You like also just come to a show, all that shit's always there. So, um, what's your go
0: to restaurant in Chicago? Oh, shit, man. Um, and I don't know if you ever had Lucy's, that was uh, Luso Lucy's is great chicken place. I uh, you know, I told you I lived in uptown, man. That was uh, I, I miss being able to go there. I mean, a lot of actually local local food places. I mean, I'm here, you know, in the burbs in Ohio, I got like Taco Bell and Chipotle. Um, yeah. So I miss I mean, you. You uh, got skyline, good- don't you? I do not have skyline now. Cause I'm no shit. I'm, yeah. I'm a, well, there, I, there might be like one somewhere. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, when you're in Cincy and all that, man, you, the skylines are like mailboxes. I mean, they're, you know, the yeah. corner. Um, know. I'm always very curious about the uh, Chicago food scene. Um, Yeah. Well, I appreciate it very much, man. I uh like I said, I I think you guys got a good future, you got a a good solid foundation, you got good uh head on your shoulders. Um as always, I I tell everybody let me know what what I can do for you. You know, I think a lot of times once I have these interviews, there's a really good established relationship and always here for you. So excited to to see what comes about.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that, Kevin. And on that note, I do want to Thank you specifically for what you do. Um, I went through your website. You have a lot of great resources. I think I messaged you on Instagram when I was looking at putting together that um, Cincinnati show. I was like, you know, because I know you cover most of Midwest and you show me where to go on your website. Long ass list of all these bands I could reach out to to put a show together. So I think it's great what you're doing to, you know, connect these bands, you know, get us a... I don't know, get a little bit of community going throughout the Midwest and, you know, to listeners as well to have a resource to find new artists. So I think that's great.
0: I don't take compliments well on my own podcast, man. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I, uh, you know, a lot of people have said that when we, when we've met and I, I just it's happened very naturally. Um, you know, I, I started my website and everything about a year and a half ago and I was laid off from work due to COVID in Chicago. Um, and you know, I, I knew that that I had something. Uh, I knew what my skills were. I knew music was a big thing for me. Um, and you know, the the local scene has kind of come over, come come together. Excuse me. You know, quite a bit over the last six to nine months, and, and just really have a good you know idea of where I want to go with it and with the management uh, side of things as well. So, um, yeah, were you able to find a Cincinnati band off there?
2: Yeah. So I've got, I think we have one confirmed. We're going to uh, play with white lighter and I think we're going to add one more.
0: And That's so, sweet. yeah,
2: pretty excited. Very it's going to be at uh, the Comet in Cincinnati. So yeah, looking
0: forward sweet. to that. Very nice, man. Well, uh, Jake, man, that is it. I will, uh, we'll head on out here. I appreciate it very much. And like I said, we will uh, we'll always stay in contact and that is family vacation.
2: All right. Thanks so much, Kevin. Appreciate it, yeah. man. Absolutely
0: another good one Uh, i believe this is the 31st interview uh, already that i've had with fans um which is really cool um not that that is, you know, really relevant to anything in the conversation itself, but uh, just wanted to throw that out there, you know, for those of you that have been listening on and, and, uh, have been here with me throughout a number of them, I, I, you know, each and every one brings something different. And, uh, as you were able to see here with this one and, and, uh, yeah, of course, you know, as, as you heard, there, lots of ways to support. Um, again, the band has a show coming up here just on January 3rd. I know some of the things probably in the conversation there were a little outdated again, that's because we were delayed and that is 100% my fault. Uh, 100% my fault but um, In terms of shows coming up we got January 3rd uh, Again for the band uh, so make sure you check that out Again link in the bio or uh, in their uh, Instagram all that good stuff you know how to do that um, 2021 It's about to be 2022 If you don't of course reach out we can get you ticket Links all that good stuff uh, make sure you follow The band on Spotify Yeah um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, we've got one more before we wrap up 2021. Uh, that's going to be on the 30th with Sundog, another Chicago band. Uh, so pretty cool there. we got two Chicago bands back to back to wrap it up tw- uh, in 2021. Make sure you check out the, uh, the Midpark Instagram as well. I've uh, been doing some top 25 stuff. Most recently did my top 25 tracks. Gonna have some albums coming out from 2021. Uh, lots of good stuff. But, uh, again, this was family vacation, Jacob with family vacation. And of course, shout out to Bob, Peter, uh, Braden as well. The other members of the band. Uh, and everybody we mentioned throughout the podcast there. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this would be nothing without you. Appreciate everybody. Uh, we will see you I next
3: time. I want a decent job in a decent state With a loyal dog in a mortgage trade But the things you like are the things that I hate Tell me again